So how is German parenting going for you this week, Michelle? I have to say what is on my mind is sidewalk etiquette. It just gets under my skin when okay. I feel like my son doesn't have good sidewalk etiquette. Oh, this is about you not having sidewalk etiquette, not yes. other people. Uh-oh, okay. So we went to the Samurai Museum here in Berlin this week. Yeah. And uh, as a souvenir, my son is really into anime right now, and he wanted a katana, wooden samurai swords. And so he and his friend both begged me and the other mom to get them katanas. We're like, okay, fine. So we bought them (laughs) katanas. Because this is Germany, and children are allowed to smack each other with wooden things. (laughs) Yes. They're so excited to play with their katanas. We walk out of the museum. It's right in the middle of the inner city. And the sidewalks in Mitte here in Berlin are very tiny. It's on a Saturday. We're walking down the sidewalk walk he and his friend are going crazy trying to hit each other with their katanas (laughs) and the whole time i'm saying to him situational awareness bear like you gotta watch out for that little old lady who's coming up here you will find out here in germany that you can get private personal insurance nearly everybody has this year i've never heard of it have you insured your children for when they are hitting people with sticks yes because it it covers you if your children inadvertently damage someone else's property or hurt another person. Wow. Right. Thankfully, I've never had to activate this insurance. But I... But you never had a sword before. But yeah, a lot of talking about sidewalk etiquette this week. But at least you're insured. Yes. Well... You're listening to Kids in Berlin, Surviving as Expat Parents. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Michelle. And I'm from the United States. I'm from a Midwest suburb of Chicago. And I am from Western New York. I came to Berlin before I had kids. Both of my kids were born here. And my parenting journey started here in Berlin when my son was two years old. Didn't speak any of the language when I started here as a parent. And today we're going to be answering the question, should I invite my entire child's class to the birthday party? And we're not really answering the question. This is really just a starting point for a conversation about culture and birthday parties and we and how we've experienced it here. Parents being acknowledged as the ones who actually did something to make this day happen. That was something I never thought about as a child myself, that this was actually a day for my parents. But um, the first seven birthdays were actually quite traumatic for me because it's all these memories of what a birthday really is. I I would say I'm a wreck after every birthday party I throw for my son because I go overboard. Uh, I mean it in the memories of actually giving birth way, that it was traumatizing because it was like, wow, three years ago was this horrible traumatic experience. Okay, see, I had a C-section. I did too for the first one. Okay. I did you go through labor at all? Yeah, 21 hours of it. Oh, wow, Lindsay. Yeah. Okay, intense. No, I they decided not to um have me go through labor. In the US. You were in the US. Yeah. I was in Germany. Ah, yeah, okay. for this. Yeah, so for me birthday has a much different connotation now. I can't think about birthday parties or birthdays now that I'm a parent without thinking about going through birth. But you are you know. No, no, I don't associate his birthday. I I'm oh, okay. I have really fuzzy I have really fuzzy memories of like, you know, it was a beautiful fall day and I knew what was going to happen. There wasn't going to be any surprises. I was well, going to okay. get a baby in like an hour. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> just looking at your watch. <laughs> right. 
And that's not to say I didn't want to go through uh, actual labor, but medically they said it was better uh-huh. that, that I did it this way. And actually, I did my master's project on home birth. Wow. And Before you had a baby. Before I had so a you, baby. So this was all information that you had available to you ahead of time. So okay. I knew the range of outcomes oh, wow. that can happen when it comes down to D-Day. I did not. I thought this is the most natural thing ever. I don't need to do anything. That was wrong. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, I I mean, I really wanted to have a natural birth. But yeah. then once we looked at my case and because I had talked to so many women about their experiences, I was like, well, I guess I'm the one that doesn't get to do that because it's safer for me and the baby. And that's wow, what I'd like to do. Wow, good for you. I mean, that, yeah, sorry. I'm derailing the conversation now from the birthday party, but you can, I think this shows you too. <laughs> Since giving birth, like birthday for me is like, oh God, it's horrible. It's horrible. But it's not. It's beautiful. <laughs> Everything's beautiful. So you know tell, we, go, go. Before that, I want to throw you a beautiful birth experience like I think we need to to have you be born and I have an idea like oh no. let's let's create I think we need a balloon vaginal canal oh and I think God. we need to graduate you through it, it no in I a very don't, soft lovely look way. I don't have a problem being born I don't remember that I have a problem like with having given birth got it got yeah. it yeah like, no, we I need understand. to we need to push my children through this I guess <laughs> So that I can watch them coming into into the world in a good way. We can make this happen. This is Berlin. I mean, we're talking about art yeah. city. No problem. Yeah, we'll do it. Okay, but, but anyway, let's let's get back to the what it, what are birthday parties like where the mothers are just keeping this information inside and <laughs> and throwing a beautiful time for their children. What does that look like? I've been to the range of birthday parties when my son was younger, and it was expected that I should be there. So I've had. Very crafty mothers have, you know, big themes such as Godzilla. And then, you know, you have to destroy the monster and find the Godzilla eggs. I've, I've. Wait, wait, okay. But you go to expat birthday parties. I do. I, this is ex, this is expat birthday party experience. I, I will say I've been to both German and expat birthday party experiences, but I will say at all the birthday parties I've been to, German or expat, there has been some kind of big uh, game okay. spread involved. There has been a Godzilla that everyone's destroyed. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is the combining experience. I would say that is my very artistic friend whose son has a wild imagination. God. She can make these things come to life. Wow. It's it's pretty incredible. Um, but but I would call you my super creative, amazing friend that makes these wild experiences come to life because we chipped through like ice blocks that had toys in the middle. I I will go into that later. I think part of that was because I have a job where sometimes I can't be as creative as I want to be. And this is an outlet also. I was going through a divorce, so I had a lot of extra time to uh, devote to uh, personal development, which I channeled into my son's birthday parties. That's a great channel for it. Yeah, but... But overall, so we talked about like when kids are little, you know, what happens when they get a little bit older, say between like five to nine, where we are now? What what do you see as the experience of birthday parties? I really don't have an expat community that I'm part of. It's really just Germans. I've dropped my kids off at a lot of parties starting at five. The parents aren't even wanted there. They're just seen as kind of a burden. If if other parents are around, give us your kid, we'll give them back in three to six hours. It's a pretty chill experience. You know, the, the invitation comes from the kid. In many cases, the parent doesn't even get in contact first. 
The kid goes to school with the invitations, passes out the invitations. It's not a big deal. If other kids find out about the party and are not invited, you don't really think about the hurt feelings. Yeah, you invite who you want to invite. Even if there's somebody who invited you to their party and you don't want them at yours, no problem. I've seen the opposite amongst my son and his friends okay. is that often they will threaten to withhold a birthday party oh, invitation. there was a whole phase of that. Sure, yeah. It's kind of playground talk. Yeah, for us that really was like between the ages of three and five where, during the Kita years, that was the big topic. For that's that's yeah. a big like, well, I'm going to one-up you. Yeah, exactly. Boom. Yeah, because there isn't this pressure from the parents about, well, you have to invite them because they invited you. It's just, yeah, you, you really, you invite who you want to invite and you leave out who you want to leave out there's not necessarily too much thought put into the gift and it's not wrapped in necessarily a cute or good way it's just nobody's really paying attention when the gift is opened either like nobody even knows so if you bring a crap present nobody relates it back to you see that's not my experience <laughs> oh, okay my experience has been that some parents will send out a list saying these are some things that my kid oh, likes okay. that we would welcome in our home or my kid really doesn't like Legos, please do not give my kid Legos. And I even sometimes, before my kid goes to the birthday party, I'll send an Amazon link and say, hey, does okay. this look like a welcome gift in your house? Wow, like, okay. Yeah. No, that's not been my experience at all. I mean, the parents will ask like, hey, what, what do Edgar or um, Nat want? And then, you know, you give a couple of ideas like books, rocks. The last birthday was in December, and I specifically said, I don't want anything new. Like, I really want you to look through what your kid has enjoyed playing with or reading or using, but that you don't need any more in your possessions and give that as the birthday present. Like, wrap it up and give it to us. Um, See what I mean? Eco-conscious. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this is so, such a Lindsay <laughs> philosophy, and I love it. I love it. Yeah, and there were the parents' response was like, oh, wow, what a lovely idea. And then their kids really wanted the experience of going into the toy store and picking something out for Nat, which is sweet. I get that, but... Um, but then he ended up with all like exactly what I didn't want. You know, it's like cardboard and plastic packaging with like a tiny little plastic junk piece in there that, yeah, it's super exciting to open it. But then it's just in our home and it was garbage before it even left the toy store and it's garbage in our house. And that's what I wanted to avoid. But, you know, it's a fun experience for kids. So, yeah, that's been us generalizing our personal experience. Who knows who can relate or not. But um, so, Michelle, what has been something that has been a WTF moment for you around birthday parties? Now, at work, this is a different thing for me. It's expected that people in German companies on their own birthday will bring cake and tell everybody, it's my birthday, yeah. please have cake. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. And so... In my experience, in America, usually people are almost kind of secretive yeah. about their birthdays, but colleagues have ways of finding out, like on Facebook or through social media or just knowing them as a friend, and then they'll surprise them by decorating their desk mm. or coming with a cake and or taking yeah, them out to lunch. Right. My father, he was insane 
about birthdays. He was known at work as the birthday guy. Oh. He had collected over time a bunch of band instruments, like a tuba, a trombone, and like cymbals. <laughs> he would bake a cake for his colleague. Okay. And then they would get all of the the instruments. They would go to the colleague's desk and make all this cacophonous noise. That's beautiful. And sing like people dying everywhere happy birthday you know crazy that's that's what oh i was gosh. that's my exposure to how like people celebrate their birthdays that's at work. how you celebrate birthdays <laughs> some guy in the office brings instruments he's collected right. and makes noise at your desk right so i i love it that my colleagues do this and actually i did it one year and i felt really uncomfortable yeah because i almost been I, I don't know i was also going through a divorce so maybe i didn't mind like like saying, hey, pay attention to me. (laughs) But um, it felt odd to me. It felt, and I haven't done it since. Do you know why I think it feels odd? Because it feels odd to me too. And I think it's because the expectation that we grew up with is that when it's somebody's birthday and you know about it, you bring them either a card or a little gift. And so I think that's why we hold the information back in the U.S. because we know that it puts, as soon as somebody knows it's our birthday, then it puts pressure on them to acknowledge it in some way. Mm-hmm. And that's why when we try to do it here, then we feel like, oh, no, it's putting pressure on people to acknowledge it. But that's not the pressure here. It's the other way around that you're seen sometimes as stingy if you don't acknowledge your birthday because that's you holding back on giving people a drink or something. Like also on your birthday, if you invite people out here on your birthday, then it's expected that you pay for them at least a round of drinks. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, in the U.S., my experience was always if you go out to um, to dinner with people on your birthday, they're all splitting the bill and paying for you. Right, you you don't pay. Ah, Interesting. What was your WTF moment when it came to birthdays? I was also surprised at how early people drop their kids off at other people's homes. What Um, do you mean early? Like just early in the day or before the time uh, the party starts? No, I mean uh, early in a child's life. Like I felt like five years old was for me a time that I still wanted the other parents to be there. I didn't want to take responsibility of so many children on my own from my own childhood. I don't remember what the normal age was where the parents didn't stay anymore. I feel like I never had my friend's parents stay for a birthday party. It was my mom was in charge and took care of everything. But I have to say... But starting at what age? Like always? Always. I never remember having another adult there besides my mother at a birthday party ever. I don't think I had a birthday party where I invited friends before I started school. I did. Before like six or seven. Really? You Definitely. I had a play group and they all came. I totally remember that. Yeah. And my mom had all the games and everything. But I think, you know, when I gave birthday parties for my son here when he was younger, I hired a babysitter to help me because I knew I couldn't handle it. Even then, I could barely handle it because my imagination was so big and grand. (laughs) And friends definitely saw I was drowning. So in addition to the babysitter, I I, lovely friends stayed because I think they were like, you are insane what you're trying to do here. (laughs) A lot of times we feel like we're overwhelming our kids or, oh, I put so much effort into this and, and he didn't even appreciate it. But I keep in mind that the way they reflect back on something is necessarily how they were uh, dealing with it in the moment. Yeah, right. Nat does say a lot, like, no, that was totally fun. And I'm like, you were screaming and crying. <laughs> but okay, good. 
Thanks. <laughs> Do you have any any moments that were especially beautiful for you, where you had like tears in your eyes? It was such a wonderful experience with German birthdays. My son was really into germs and bacteria when he was. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to talk about this now. I think when he was like turning four, he was really into books about bacteria and <laughs> snot and viruses and the human body. Mm-hmm. So I decided why don't we throw a what's happening with your body birthday party? And I decided that I would make a huge nose out of paper mache. (laughs) And one of the games would be that I would put like fake balls of snot and viruses inside the nose. (laughs) And the kids had to go inside the nose, crawl inside there and get as many as they could and put it on a big white sheet. That was supposed to be a structure. A handkerchief, yeah, it was a structure. Like you could crawl in it. Like yeah. I spent months on it. I think like, I could crawl in it too. It wasn't just something small for four-year-olds. This was. A- I think my neighbors thought I was insane. I was doing this, you know. But you, like you said, this is Berlin. It's an artistic area. They probably just they were probably like, wow, right? Hidden talents, right? I hired someone to make the birthday cake, and the mm. conversation we had about the cake. I said, you know, I want a skeleton body and I want you to be able to see the organs and stuff. And she just was really turned off at first. She thought it was really macabre. She didn't want to do it. And then I finally printed out like a cartoon body. And Uh and she's like, oh, okay, I can do this. And (laughs) where her mind was going was like, she watches too much crime series on (laughs) It was like fondant. There was a really cool little boy skeleton. And then like all around there were like, kid like organs across the rest of the cake so like kidneys and like a stomach and like a liver all of the people that came and i think we invited like 17 kids like it was insane (laughs) but all the people who came helped me carry out all of the tables and the decorations and served the food and were good sports as the kids did this weird game of finding the snot inside the nose (laughs) it was that was my that was probably my apex birthday party as a parent. I did a birthday party where I collected and cardboard boxes for a while so that each kid could design their own race car and then I turned our apartment into like a racetrack that they were supposed to then use their cardboard race car to run around in. It was and awesome. Was with, I went to that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, that was with that was one where Nat was in the corner building Legos. And everybody else was just running in circles around the apartment because the apartment we have, it's um, like you can you can run in circles. And that's an amazing setup to have because it's like infinite space to a small child because each door leads into another door. Like you never hit a wall. You can't. Yeah, you, that those are not dogs barking in the background. Those are our children. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love the creativity that goes into these parties. I really do. Um but I feel stressed out by it too. Yeah, I'm kind of done with the theme birthday parties. It's so exhausting yeah. to me now because I remember the other WTF moment for me was the amount of work because not only did my son, did I want to throw my son a birthday party with his friends, also in Kita, which is the kindergarten here, it's expected that your oh. kid bring in treats. So I was making cupcakes to bring in to celebrate his birthday there, then planning this other big birthday party all in a matter of, you know, usually it's in the same day or week. And so I was exhausted. And now I am happy to just take a group of kids, go do an activity, have some pizza, open the presents, 
and be done. My my son does not even like birthday cake anymore. Can you believe it? Because it's too many birthday parties being celebrated. He just doesn't like cake. Uh, what? I didn't like cake when I was a kid, so I can definitely understand that. But then my kids have the opposite experience. They start getting addicted to cake. Like they need this cake every day. And then when the birthdays are over, they're like, when are you going to make the next cake? When's the next cake coming? It's like, oh my God, I can't keep making cake. But, um, but you make good cake, Lindsay. <laughs> like... And I make vegan cake. I want to say that. Just get that out there. That it's really easy. Like you can literally take any recipe and turn it vegan. One thing that that I thought was a beautiful thing about German birthdays here is what the schools do for the kids on their birthdays, or what our Kita did too. They had the Kita had a special chair. The kid um, whose birthday it is sits in the chair, and everybody shouts like birthday wishes at them. And the parent is supposed to, in, in preparation for this day, write a letter to be read aloud about what the parent is proud about. I was a little embarrassed by it, having to write it in German, because I was thinking like, okay, what if everybody's laughing at my German, or what if it sounds stupid? Or Although now Edgar is in first grade, and they have a similar tradition, but he said that they're allowed to decide if they want to sit in the chair and have people tell them what they like about them. Um, and he said it's too embarrassing for him, and he chose not to on his birthday, which I think is also really, really sweet that they respect the children's boundaries and it's not just hey this is the tradition we're doing it it's hey this is an option to you would you like like what parts of the tradition would you like to partake partake in and which parts of the tradition do you want to sit out of i did not see that in our school or mm. kita it was just a they had a birthday crown oh. and they expected the parents to bring in okay cupcakes or cookies but um, i know they give a little gift but it also might be that my son doesn't communicate that to me oh, and he okay. might be embarrassed to tell me and I just oh, don't know what's happening. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I should ask the teacher. Yeah. Yeah, that was a sweet thing about, you just mentioned they gave a gift. The thing I liked about Arkita, they gave the kid a book, a CD, and a stuffed animal to take home for a week and then to bring back. It's a special time of your life. You got a year older. You can take this home. You can enjoy it for a week and then you bring it back for the next kid who has a birthday, which definitely goes in with my eco sense of... Oh, how beautiful. It doesn't cause more trash and it makes a kid feel special. All right, so German pop quiz, Michelle. Oh boy. <laughs> Let's oh, see. Oh man. Yeah, some, some phrases and words that I associate with German birthdays. And Michelle has written down some too. We're going to go back and forth, quizzing each other on our German. The first one I have is Schnitzeljagd. What is that? And why? what does that have to do with birthday parties? Okay, well, that literally means the hunt for the breaded veal cutlet, <laughs> which <laughs> schnitzel is. But I, I'm guessing that's some kind of kid's game, like pin the tail on the donkey. It is a, it is a kid's game. Um, and it's like the series of tasks that children have to perform at a birthday party to get a prize in the end. So it's the, uh, like, a schnitzeljagd is really the, the central point of any German children's birthday party that we've been to, and kids kind of demand it. And the way it looks is is different. Like, basically, the kids are given, you can also say, like, everybody needs to try to jump as high as they can, or you set up cans, and the kids have to 
like potato bag races or three-legged races. Those could also be activities as a part of a schnitzel act. And in the end, once all these activities are completed, then the kids get a big treasure chest or get a treasure map, which shows them where the treasure chest was hidden. And sometimes um, this happens on a playground and parents will, in preparation, dig a huge hole in the sand pit on the playground, bury, the, bury this box that's filled with goodie bags and the kids need to find it based on the treasure map that they have received after they've completed the Schnitzeljagd activities. Then they dig it out and they open up the box and there's a bag for each kid with, like, filled with candy with their name on it. Yeah. I've definitely seen that in the park by our mm. house. These, these groups of marauding, uh, usually dressed like pirate kids yeah. searching for Yeah, that's true. They sometimes have that too. All right, so mine is going to be Herzlichen Glückwunsch. Oh, heartfelt um, happy wishes. Happy wishes. Yeah. Heartfelt happy wishes is the literal translation for what the Germans say to each other on a birthday. Which means yeah. happy birthday. Which, I have another one that goes in this. Uh, it's, it's longer. It's Wie schön, dass du geboren bist, sonst hätten wir dich sehr vermisst. It's so good that you have you were born, otherwise we would have missed you. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's also a very sweet sentiment. Do we have something like that in the US? Like, oh, I'm so happy you were born? Yeah, I mean, I think I've heard that, but yeah. normally I just think it's more like happy birthday, and then when you get older, it's like, oh, you, you don't look a day hell. over yeah. 29. Yeah. It's 29 again. You know, that's more like focusing on your youth in, in uh, the States rather than like, I'm glad you were here. born. Yeah, interesting about the age, because that's also something in the culture here. People say their age without a problem. It's not rude to ask somebody what their age is. People will say it freely. It's, it was a joke when I first came here and I started as a business English teacher in companies. It was a joke amongst us business English teachers that you cannot stop a German from saying their age in the introduction round. It was like the first day of, of class and it would be like, yeah, say a little something about yourself. And it was always, yeah, my name is Holger. I'm 53 years old. I work here in this department. And then it would go around like that. Like everybody would say their age. And it was so funny. But now it's um, not funny. It's just, yeah, why not? It's definitely a cultural difference. I know that people are afraid to guess my age here or oh. even ask me how old I am. Oh, really? Because I am, I'm prematurely gray. Like I've had gray hair since I was 12 years old, but it's really, I let it, I stopped dyeing it then when mm. I was like 39. Okay. And it's very silver. And so I think a lot of people think I'm like 55, but like maybe a like really well-preserved 55, but then they don't really know because they also have a younger voice. Okay. So I think pe I just, I'm, I'm just a mystery and a riddle to many people and they're just, I think they don't want to offend me. I'm <laughs> saying like, yeah. I think you're 55 based but on your hair. I feel like that's more of a, it's more of um, an American thing to not want to offend about age. Like I don't. I've definitely been in cab rides where the cab driver's like, I don't want to tell you how old I think you are. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's so weird. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, do you have another you're done with words. Okay, I have one more word. Um, Mitgebsel. I can just guess it's an exchange of gifts. 
Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> it's like a, the goodie bag. It's the thing that you give with. It's mit. Mit is with, and gibsel is like a cute little word for give. And there's also mitbringsel. Like if you go to somebody's home and you have something small that you bring with them, bring for them. Like, and we. This goes to the topic of like my eco sense too. Um, I do not give mitgebsel at our birthday parties because it's just a lot of garbage. Like uh, mitgebsel is seriously, it's a bag of garbage. I think you're right, Lindsay. I think how many times has my son been disappointed with a little cheap toy he gets in one of these treat bags that breaks in a matter of 10 minutes once we get home? Yeah, Yeah, they are. They are cheap and annoying. I generally just give a bunch of candy. <laughs> yeah. Which also you could say is junk. Which but. also, it is junk. but And that's what I tell my kids. I say, like, candy is really like it's a trashy toy for your mouth. Wow. <laughs> it doesn't do anything for your body. I don't say this all the time. Like, I like candy, too. I'm not like an eco person who doesn't I, who doesn't eat candy. Like, I eat a ton of junk food. Um, so I don't want to <laughs> misrepresent myself there. But, but yeah, and it's funny because kids, when kids come to our parties, they always ask at the end. They, and I say, oh, we don't have that. And they accept, there's no complaint. It's just, oh, yeah, okay. And then you really notice, too, that... Yes, kids are so excited when they get this little goodie bag, but it actually doesn't matter to them because they know that after 10 minutes, they have forgotten about it anyway. Yeah, I think it is more of the self-pressure that I put on myself. I want to have the perfect party, and this is something I remember from my childhood. And I think I look back at my childhood and the amount of candy that was involved in my childhood, if you combine birthday parties, Halloween, and Christmas, Mm -hmm. and I think... It's two-thirds more than my son has ever experienced in his life. So I guess I I look at that comparatively. I'm like, oh, whatever. You know, he's getting candy on his birthday because he... He doesn't go to the corner store every Saturday and buy candy like I used to or have like a pillowcase full of candy (laughs) that he hides under his bed from Halloween to like February and snacks on like a gerbil. You know, that was because we had so much candy, so much from Halloween. And yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah. And so I you and so you think your childhood had more candy. Oh, way more candy. Oh, yeah. I think I eat more candy now than I did when I was a kid. My chocolate tastes have become more European, I would oh, say. Oh, yes. The chocolate bars you get in the States, I don't they know. They taste exactly. like wax. They do. They do. And here, I think, I, I don't eat that much candy, but I do eat a, a high amount of like dark chocolate. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that was our pop quiz for you with German words and birthday parties. Uh, let's do a shout out now. Who has had like a really good, profound influence on your time here in Germany? I appreciate kind of the cottage industry that exists here in Berlin Mm -hmm. amongst women who are sharing their crafts for kids' birthday parties. And I appreciate that because Mm -hmm. I think it's a wonderful way to actually get to know other women, give them some business. Um, I've hired out birthday cakes and piñatas. And man, Mm -hmm. let me tell you, the talents that I have seen helped my fantasy, which I was living through for my child, really come to life and was a really fun experience for the kids. So shout out to women entrepreneurs who are making it happen. And is there anyone on the other side, like bad vibes? I definitely had some bad vibes after Mm -hmm. a birthday party we hosted at a laser tag hall. This is the most recent birthday. I had a different conception of what I thought it would be like. I thought that 
they would, we had to reserve a time. Okay. Which I did ahead of time. And I thought that meant it was just going to be for my kid's birthday party and that they would get to like be on teams and laser tag each other. Uh-huh. Um, but it turns out that it was open to the public. Okay. Who had all reserved slots. And so different groups of people were on different colored teams. So I had my son's friends, like six, eight to nine year olds. And they were playing against, like, a group of four 14-year-old boys and then, like, a family of, like, three girls and a dad who were older. Okay. And, of course, they annihilated my son's group. So he came out so sad. Picturing this, it just sounds so awful. Like a group of little kids, like, trying to find their way through this dark blacklit room with, you know, full-on laser tag gear and just totally being shot. So they got to have three rounds. And finally, by the third round, one of his friends went up to, like, these adults and he's like, hey, you know... Do you think you could let us win a little bit? You know, because it's my friend's birthday. How cute. Yeah. But that's the other thing about Germany. Like, there's no consideration for the age of your opponents, you know? It's just, my goal is annihilation. (laughs) And you're an easy target. (laughs) I have a bad vibe story where, like, I'm the bad vibe that recently happened. What? But I'm going to tell you why. It was Nat's birthday, and it was very important to him that he had only certain people at certain portions. Like, the birthday party was my jump. It's this big hall. It's filled with trampolines and foam pits that you can jump into. And it has a reputation of an ambulance always needs to be called to come there. And before you start, before you start... You should see the look on my face. Michelle is concerned. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And before you before you can actually jump, you have to watch the safety video where it informs you that you could end up paralyzed if you jump in, in an incorrect way. And that it's your own responsibility. It's they're not responsible for that. So it's great fun. And <laughs> I hate trampolines, by the way. I love trampolines. I love this place. I- I've had lots of traumatic experiences at birthday parties that involve trampolines. That's all I'll say. Anyway, Lindsay, How go many ahead. birthday parties involve trampolines? I've been to a lot. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> These are like caged trampolines, though. Anyway, and it's it's not actually the trampolines that they say can cause problems. This is It's the foam pit. Like, if you try to jump in with your legs straight out, then your legs can break. That's what the video says. Anyway, this story actually has nothing to do with this. <laughs> story has to do with he definitely wanted to go to my jump and so I said okay we'll invite nine friends I like the rule of the age you're turning you get that many friends at your birthday party that's what we did so the morning was going to be my jump the afternoon was going to be movie the birthday party was my jump what happened was the three friends out of the nine that were invited to go to the movies too started talking about it in front of everyone everyone was like feeling really bad about it then another mom wrote and was like hey can the little brother of somebody who was invited to the movie also come with. Nat didn't want that to happen. He really wanted his small group. And so I was like, oh, you know, it's a movie theater. So obviously anyone can come. But for for this group, it's just Nat just wants this um, small group to be there. It doesn't matter to the kids anymore that, wow, I had a really fun time at my jump. All they're feeling when they leave is I'm being left out. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. And So then I did say to Nat, I was like, look, we've got to 
we've got to tell all these people now that they can come with. They all found out about it. Everybody's feeling bad. They need to be able to come with. And so we did rectify it in that sense that most of them then then did come. But one of the girls that he invited had already left and then she wasn't there. And I still feel like it's just a bad feeling. And I think that was definitely bad vibes, thinking that it would work out to divide two things that were directly one after the other it's a subtle it's a subtle kind of thing of of behavioral Mm. it's a subtle piece of etiquette that's just the word that comes to my mind that it was rude well and yeah it's 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 maybe it's it's just difficult because you might think in your mind yeah this is a clear uh break it wasn't convincing to the kids to be like no that was the birthday party and it's still blake's birthday and that's why we're doing this it was like huh like this the reason it even happened the reason i even made this decision was because of like a misunderstanding i guess i i think it is like um a hard thing about navigating a new culture and when in this case it felt to me like the same thing as handing out invitations and not everyone gets one but in the experience of it i felt it as a very different thing and Everyone there felt it as a very different thing, too. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, you know, that was that was the bad vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was. I was the bad vibes. So what about your own childhood then? Well, the birthday parties that I remember, my mom usually had a theme, and we would do a cake, and I would get presents, and then we would give treat bags. I mean, just... But with elaborate setups, too. Not as elaborate as I make. Yeah. I think I was the third or fourth kid, so... Uh. Literally, probably by the time I was eight years old, my mom was like, well, you make your own birthday cake. (laughs) Okay. You've been to enough of your siblings' birthdays to know that I care. Let's move on. (laughs) I'm no longer interested in this, and you're not going to burn the house down. This is empowering for you. So, (laughs) but I I mean, it was, I, I remember feeling special on my birthday, and I think as a mom, I did want to recreate some of that childhood joy. And mm. I have a lot of creative energy that I'd like to release. And I often, mm. so the, I remember, as I said, beginning feeling absolutely wrecked yeah. after every birthday week. And, uh, but I have good memories now. But do you feel like you were trying to compensate for your childhood birthdays a little bit? Like, do you maybe feel like you weren't getting all the attention that you wanted on your birthday and that's why you wanted to give it so much to bear? That's a good point. I think also his father and I decided to divorce and I think part of me wanted to make sure he has amazing Uh, childhood memories to look back on. But of course, like, you know, a lot of it was for me and, and wanting to signal to my friends like, hey, yeah. I'm a creative, fun person. Come I definitely got that message. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> so so it might have been, yeah, it might have yeah. been more for me, although he had a lot to say about what would happen, and he does love themes. So I think it's both. I think it's kind of compensating maybe a little bit for feeling like, okay, I had to make my own birthday cake. With with what you said of all this expectation that goes into the birthday parties from the child side, from the parent side, the first five birthday parties always the kids cried at their own birthday party and not only my kids also the parties that they went to it was just like the birthday kid cries on his birthday party do you remember crying at your own birthday parties oh i definitely remember having one birthday party when i was eight years old my mom let me have a sleepover birthday party and it was just a nightmare she ended up like rocking one of the girls to sleep who was crying then then some of the girls were taking down like books and throwing them in the middle of the (gasps) night 
at each other and I knew I was going to get in big trouble. So I remember crying after that one. Wow. Yeah. But but that was like actually going bad. Let's just say as an adult, maybe I've cried on my own birthday. <laughs> at the end of the day, I realized as an adult, you make of your own birthday what you want of it. So yeah. let's let's not forget that. I've also had some great birthday parties as an adult, but it is a charge today. And like I was saying at the beginning, I think as a parent, there's a lot more emotion that comes into it. I wonder, I, I just assumed, because I hadn't talked about this with anyone, that everybody was re-traumatized on their child's birthday from going through the birthing process. I'm surprised that you're looking at me like, no, that's not something that's standard. <laughs> I, you're the first person that okay. I've heard say that, but I don't, I mean, look, no, no, like I a, can understand that experience yeah. because I, I had a different traumatic experience after birth. It was with breastfeeding. Okay. That was very, yeah. very difficult and traumatic, but I, I worked through it. Um, okay. But, but I, so then it wasn't, it wasn't pinpointed on the specific day that also is a party and celebration and happiness. No. It's not brought up yearly from one one experience. specific yeah, from day. One ex- I really want to give yeah. you a Lindsay a healing birth party. <laughs> no. Yes, I do. I do I not do. want. But I'm <laughs> like I'm fine with it now. The first six birthdays were really triggering. And then the seventh birthday, it was not triggering anymore. Hmm. I don't even mean this in a negative way. I think I'm sure I'm not alone in this experience. Like even if I, I thought it was everyone, I see now that it's not everyone, but I'm still convinced that it's not, it's also not no one. I, yeah, and I think you're right. I, I really appreciate the women who on Nat's or Edgar's birthdays, when they come to pick up their kids, that they bring flowers or that there's this expectation from a lot of people that when you come to pick up your kid from a birthday party, that you drink a glass of champagne with the mom. But I think that's also um, shows to me like, yeah, there's something deeper to it. It's not just uh, it's not just like a happy celebration. It's also it's also an acknowledgement of of how uncomfortable the process of becoming a parent is yeah yeah. so yeah that's lovely I didn't I didn't know that and now I see it differently and when I was a kid with a like with my birthday parties my mom was also really big about about throwing parties it was also a huge creative outlet for her just I think it's amazing like I really appreciate what she did and I think it's funny that you know I do so much less for my kids than she did for me. And it's interesting because you do so much more than you had done for you. And then I feel like so much of our own parenting is about compensating for, for our inner child. Now that your child is nine years old, any advice you have for your past self? I would say like the 200 hours I spent on a paper mache nose <laughs> for his birthday party maybe was overkill. Okay. But I don't look back at that with regrets. I had fun doing it. I think as long as you're having fun, keep on doing it. If you're not having fun, probably your kid's not having fun. Yeah, I would probably be a little bit more chill, but just follow your muse as long as your kid's on board. And for me, I would say to my, my past self, like, don't feel so much guilt about what you're not doing. Like you said before, it's a very emotionally charged day. And one way that I feel that as a parent is through pressure of living up to expectations that may not even be there from other parents. Like, I don't care what kind of parties other parents are throwing for their kids that my kids are invited to. And I think I need to take that realization and allow myself then to see that any pressure I put on myself, it's really from myself. And I, I agree. I agree with you there because I think the whole point is to be invited. 
and feel like you're part of a community. Michelle made a very special moment and a very special memory. And I appreciate that. And I don't need to take away from that with negative feelings of guilt. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, I, and I think if you, you feel like as a parent, you need to top yourself each year because you want to <laughs> know you're yeah. going to be exhausted and wrecked. I feel touched whenever mm. I'm invited to somebody's birthday. Yeah. I feel touched oh, when my yeah. child is invited to somebody's birthday because I feel like yeah. we're making it oh. in a city where we have no family where we've had to make friends from scratch and the fact that we are we're knitting ourselves into that community means a lot to me and that's what matters the most all right that was a really great talk with you michelle that was very touching thank you so much uh cheers cheers